Lord, be glorified in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank him in your own word. Thank him that the word that is coming will change your life. The word will take you to another level. Father, we thank you. Your name be glorified. That your word will take us to another level, Lord. Your word will take us to another level, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Can I hear a very big amen? Amen. Oh, is that all you can do? Amen. It is too weak. Amen. I think you are trying. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Last week we talked about the kingdom life, right? Is there any question from last week? Kingdom life. You understood everything, right? Praise God. Today we are talking about kingdom work or kingdom service, kingdom work. It's all, it's kingdom, we are talking about kingdom throughout the month. So kingdom work, praise God. Now, if you are born into the kingdom of God, you are expected to do something to expand the kingdom. If you are expected to work for the kingdom, hallelujah. So God, tell somebody you are expected to work for the kingdom. So if you are born into the kingdom of God, God expects you to do something in the kingdom. You don't have to just be in the kingdom and just be there. The reason why when you got born again, you didn't go to heaven straight up is because God expects you to be here so that through your working for the kingdom, other people can come into the kingdom. Praise God. So if you are not doing anything for the kingdom of God, I am sorry for you. You must now begin to think about doing something to expand the kingdom. Don't give all your talent to your boss. That is not going to count at the end. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some people are very, very uh, careful in their workplace. They work hard. But when it comes to the kingdom of God, they do nothing. At the end, God is not going to call you and ask you what you did in the secular world. It is what you did in the kingdom of God that is going to matter. Praise God. It is a very serious thing. So you have to begin to think about working for the kingdom. Praise God. Hallelujah. So sometimes the Bible calls it to minister. To minister means to work. If they say somebody is a minister of the gospel, it means that he's working for God. And he's working for the sake of the gospel. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I'll work, I'll, work oh, I'll work for God. Oh, say it well. Say it well. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. 1 Corinthians 58. 15, 58. Look at that. He said, therefore, my beloved brethren. Somebody says, talking about only men. No. He's talking about all of us. My beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Can I get amplified version of this? Let's see how it is amplified. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, 
always being superior, wow, excelling, doing more than enough. Oh, are you just watching the scripture just like that? This scripture, if you read it, you must shout, oh. Uh, uh, uh. He said, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. It is never wasted or to no purpose. Wow. If you work for your boss and he pays you, how much more God? God is a good God. Oh, yeah, yeah, amen. It's like you're not here. I say God is a good God. Hallelujah. So look at what he's telling now in first He said that, therefore, my blood brethren, be firm. To work for God, you must be firm. You must be stable. Hallelujah. You are not going to work today and feel relaxed. You're going to be stable in the work of God. If you can usher, be stable in your ushering. Can I get a very big amen? amen. If you can play an instrument, be stable. It's not that today you play, tomorrow you don't play. No. He said, be stable, unmovable. Do you know why he said unmovable? Because there are things that are going to move you. If you're an usher, some people may look at you and say, you are asking me to sit here. Do you know who I am? But that doesn't happen in this church. It happened at those places. Can I get a big, very big amen? So somebody can do something that can make you to stop working for God. Nothing should stop you from working for God. Hallelujah. If you're in this church because of me, you have, you have lost it. You should be here because God is here. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Hallelujah. Because there are times that I can also do some things that will move you. You feel like, this man, okay, let me just stop working. No, because your labor in the Lord is not in vain. There is something that you're going to get for whatever you are doing for God. Even if you carry something small, God is going to give you a reward. Amen. Can I get a very big amen? amen? There are people when they come to the house of God and something is being done, they will never hold anything. If something is being done, but you just touching something, there is a work and there is a reward. So if I were you, I will be looking for work so that I can get more reward. This is in the Bible. Hallelujah immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. He said always. It's not only today. You must always say abounding. Hallelujah. Abounding. You must oh. How many of you really want to work for God? Are you sure? Are you very sure? Put your hand. Say Father in the name of Jesus. Help me to abound in, in, in your work. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Jesus said that the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Don't wait to, for God to call you. Call yourself. I don't mean call yourself as in the fivefold calling, but there are certain things you can call yourself to do for the house of God so that there can be expansion. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Say, I will never be moved, but what anybody does... I will be immovable, steadfast in the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Peter and Co. they worked. 
People have taught for the gospel. Oh. Hallelujah. Sometimes you should just go somewhere. You see people working for God. You'll be like, hey, we are going to the same heaven with these people. That's, that's how I think. When I look at people who have left everything, they are moving, they are doing things for God. I'm like, God, we are going to the same heaven with these people. We should never expect the same reward. Hallelujah. So don't give all your talent and your intellect to only your board. Use it in the house of God. He said, love the Lord your God with all your what? Heart. With all your? And with all your? Oh, you have standing. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Can I get a very big amen? amen. To love God with your heart means that when we are worshiping, they that which are worshiping must worship in truth and in spirit. Your heart is your spirit. So we are worshiping God. Your spirit is connected to God. Can I get a very big amen? amen. And everything we are, you are doing for the house of God, you are doing it with a right motive. It's not because somebody has to see you, but you are doing it with a good heart. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Love the Lord with all your soul. Your soul is the seat of your emotions, your will, and your intellect. It means that if you are a clever person, you are going to begin to think, how can I use my, 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 my cleverness or whatever? How can I use it to expand the kingdom of God? Love the Lord with all your soul, my intellect. If you are very intellectual, think if you're a computer literate or you do something, how can I use that to expand the work of God? Can I get a very big amen? amen. Using your, you can use your emotions to worship God. Yeah. I think African men are too hard guys. Too hard. They bring their hardness to church. Don't bring your hardness. Hallelujah. Can I get a very big amen? One day a man went to marry and told the wife that on the wedding day, I'll tell you I love you. And never think that I'll tell you again because you know that I love you. No, that's not how God is. You must love God with all your emotions. When we are worshiping, it's hard. I, don't, I think African, we don't like crying. It's hard for somebody to cry in worship. Very hard. May God break your spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Soft spirit. A broken spirit. You are there, you give all your emotions. Can I get, can I get a very big amen? amen? So you have to love God with everything that you know. You went to school not to just go and work. You went to school so that you can be intelligent, so that you can use your intelligence to expand the kingdom of God. The reason why God used Paul more than all the rest of the apostles because of his brain. Paul was intelligent. Hallelujah. So an intelligent man with the anointing upon his head will go very, very far. Amen. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Say, I'm intelligent, I'm intelligent. And I have the anointing, have the anointing upon, me, upon me. And therefore, I'm going to use it to expand the kingdom of God. Can I get a very big amen? amen. If you're going to do that, lift up your hand for me. If you're going, going to do that. May God give you strength to do it. Amen. May God empower you to do it. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Oh, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always being superior. Superior here doesn't mean that you're going to be boss over people. It means that decide that you're going to be first. Hallelujah. If you're, an, if you're an usher, you, you decide, among the ushers, I'll be, I'll be different. 
If everybody come lead me, I'll be there. Can I tell you something? The work, the real work of God is not preaching. The real work of God is on the ground. It's on the ground. And, and that is what God needs us to do. Praise God. Never think that I only preach. No. I, I'm, I work for God. Hallelujah. Those days when we used to do meetings in the banker's hall, I have swept the whole banker's hall by myself alone. Because there's nobody. You can ask my wife, I'll wake up 5 a.m., go and sweep, arrange the chairs, and come wait for you people and prophesy to them. Yeah, because the work of God is not only preaching. Are you here with me? So whatever we decide to do, do something. Tell somebody, do something, do something. Tell me, the way you are working for God, are you sure there are some rewards for you in heaven? Say, better change your mind. And work for God so that you can get your, your reward. Can I get a very big amen? If yours is giving, be superior, be first. Give. If you have the ability, the giving is a ministry. Or you don't know, it is in the Bible. It's in the ministry. It's a ministry. There are people that God, God blesses them so that they can finance the gospel. If you are like that, be first. Don't wait for somebody. Some people, they are waiting. They say, the church needs one time. They say, who go, who go, who go? They have it. They are waiting for somebody. Why won't you be first? If I go to a church, they are raising for, I have it. I'm the first guy to stand there. I'm, I'm, I'm. See, I'm hungry. Are you sure you are hungry? Let's finish this scripture. Superior, excelling. Excellence. Praise God. The work of God must be done in excellence. Tell somebody. Praise God. The house of God is not where we do things anyhow. Hallelujah. Stretch of your hand toward me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I will work for God like never before. In Jesus' mighty name. Excellence. He said, prove all things. Excellent. Say, I do excellent things. I do excellent. Say it again. I do Say it again. I do Say it again. I do See, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. The reason why I insist on certain things is because I want us to give God our best. I don't want us to give God our surplus. Sample like giving God their surplus. No, we must give God our best. Hallelujah. If you were in school and you wanted to get first class and you got it, it means that you must give God A+. Plus. Praise God. That is the way I think. We must give God the what? Oh, tell somebody, give God their best. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible said that you, you, you must know your God in the days of your youth. Because your youthful days are your best days. That is when you must give God your best, your strength. It's not when you are, you are 80 and there is no strength in you. You say, I have come to work for God. What can you do at that, at that age? If you are carrying instrument, you can't carry. Praise God. Say, I prove all things excellent. And I do excellent things. Can I get a very big amen? The choir, excellence. There, there are people who sing for God and they don't, they don't practice. Because he said, when we go, the Holy Ghost will be there. 
So he, they, they sing. But they think that the anointing, you must do it what? Excellently. So when somebody's listening to you, you say, wow. Is this, is this, it must be from the house of God. The best must not come from the world. The best must come from the church. The world must look at the church and copy. We must not copy from them. Because we do what? How many of you believe in doing excellent things? In doing excellent things. If we are doing graphics, our graphics must be the best. Praise God. Hallelujah. When we design banner, you can't design anything and send it to me. I'll reject it. Because we are going to put it out there. It must be, it must be of a certain quality. Hallelujah. Because the world we show outside will determine the way we think. And the way we want to present God. How many of you want to present God very well? Say, I do excellent things. things. Hallelujah. Oh, look at that. He said, doing more than enough. Wow. Somebody said, oh, I've ushered. I'm tired. No, you don't get tired in the house of God. God told me, take the word tired from your mouth. We, we will work. Look at somebody say, we will work. Say, I can see that you have strength. Hey, look at the strength in you. The way we are going to work. Ah, can I get a very big amen? We will work for God. It's not that we just pray three hours and you're already tired. No. We do all night and we say we are meeting the morning. We'll be there. Because we'll not give our strength to the world. We'll give it to God. He said doing more than enough in the service of the Lord. Don't do what you can do. Do what do more than you can do. If you are a giver, give more than you can give. Oh. I'm not hearing the amen. Amen. Whatever you want to do in the house of God, this is the Bible. He said do more than enough. How many of you are ready to do more than enough? If you're ready to do more than enough, ah, I see God empowering you to be able to do more than enough. Say, I will work for God. Can I get a very big amen? Amen. And this is the big thing. Knowing and and being continually aware. That's what he's telling you. He said that whatever you're doing for God, sometimes it may make you feel like you are foolish. You are giving your last money. Every day these people are taking offering. Every day they say come to church early. Every day. He said that as those things are are coming up and you are getting weary. He said that let this mind be in you. He said being continually aware. That your labor in the Lord is not futile. What are you talking about? Whatever you are doing for God. God is a better person who can pay you. Can I get a very big amen? amen? God is the one that told Acts that if people work for you, give them fair wages. God is the one said it. If God says give fair wages, you think that God is not going to pay you? Whatever you have done for God. Paul is telling me to tell you in 1 Corinthians 53. I think this should be your scripture. When you are working for God. That your labor in the Lord is not what? It's not in vain. Whatever you have done, if you sang for God, it's not in vain. If you have lifted something in the house of God, it's not in vain. If you have given to support the work of God, it is not in vain. There is a reward for you. Oh, your amen. You don't look like people. I said there is a reward for you. Can I get a very big amen? I listened to our Robert. Benny Hinn was interviewing and asked him, how are you able to do all the things you do almost 
every week you're in another country and your marriage is intact. He said, because my, my wife has learned to pay the price. She said, God has called you. You go ahead. And as I stay home and look after the kids, me too, my reward is there. Amen. Yeah. Whatever you do, there were people in the Old Testament. Elisha was the man who was just washing Elijah's hands. After ministry, ministering, he would just come wash his hands. That was work. It was work. Hallelujah. There were people who just followed Jesus. Just following him is work. Oh, you are laughing. Following him alone is what? Because sometimes, some people think that men of God don't. Sometimes there are certain people around you. They, by, just being, by they just being around you, there is an encouragement. And because of you, if the man of God is encouraged, there is a reward. You have worked. Uh, if, if, like I'm, I'm preaching, if you are smiling, you are encouraging me. <laughs> Can I get a very big amen? Oh, he said knowing and being continually aware. How many of you will be continually aware? That whatever you are doing for God is not in vain. If you came to this service today, it is not in vain. Yeah. Leaving everything, just to come and hear the word of God, you have worked. It is never in vain. He said, and they asked Jesus, what shall we gain? Jesus said, don't worry. In this life, you shall gain a hundredfold. And in the age to come. So whatever you are doing for God now, you are going to reap here and in the age to come. Yeah. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Yeah, you will reap, and in the age to come, you are going to reap. Now stretch off your hand toward me. Father, I pray that those who have sacrificed, those who have done things for, for you, Lord, I pray that may their reward in this earth come to them quickly. Uh, if your amen is louder, I see it coming to you more quicker. Amen. Can I hear the amen louder? Amen. Praise God. Hey, see, I work for God. Say it again. Hey. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. Look at that. He said, let us therefore receiving a kingdom that is fair and stable and cannot be shaken, offer to God a pleasing service and acceptable worship with modesty and pious care and godly fear and awe. King James. Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Praise God. You can work for God but it may not be acceptable. He said that let us serve God acceptably with reverence and what? It means that anything they ask you to do in the house of God, do it with a godly reverence. Don't see that somebody has asked you to do something. No, it's God that is asking you to do it. Hallelujah. If you teach Sunday school, teach it with reverence. Seeing that what you are doing is a holy service. Can I get a very big amen? amen? So that your service will be accepted. He said that, wherefore we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Godly fear. If you are, you are a leader and you are supposed to be there at a particular time, please let godly fear enter you so that you are there on that time. Because if you are not there at the time, your service is not acceptable. Because God does not 
accept things that are done anyhow. When Abel and his brother, one decided to bring a pleasing sacrifice, one decided to just go and just gather some things and just, God did not accept it. So whatever you are doing is a sacrifice. Can I get a very big amen? amen? And you are going to do it so that it can be accepted. How many of you want your work to be accepted? May God give you wisdom amen. so that you can do God's work acceptably. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. can I get a very big amen? amen? If you are ushering, usher with godly fear. If they ask you to lead prayer, lead it with what? If you are playing the keyboard, you play with with what? Godly fear. So whatever you do, so that your work will be acceptable. Praise God. Say, Father, may my work be acceptable. Help me, Lord, to work for you with godly fear. In Jesus' mighty name. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, 15. He said, I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanus, that is the first fruit of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. When I read this scripture, I say, wow. Every form of addiction is a sin. Do you know that? Oh, you don't know? Anything that enslaves you is not from God. If you are addicted to Coca-Cola, you need deliverance. You are just like the guy who is addicted to cocaine. Because as long as he doesn't get that cocaine, he's not okay. The same way if you don't, if you don't take that Coca-Cola, you are not fine. Say, nothing will have power over me. I have power over everything. Some people are addicted to food. If you are addicted to food, it's a power over you. Every day. There's a point they enter a bus. Yes, pie. Yes, boat Everything, they'll just be doing their hands like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. You must have self-control. Praise God. There are times that you might not necessarily be fasting, but you can decide not to eat. You are just trying to have power over food. There are times my wife said breakfast. I said, no, I'm not eating breakfast. It's not, I'm not fasting, but I, 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 I want to have power over breakfast. There are people who don't eat breakfast. Hey, their day is messed up. They miss breakfast. <laughs> that cocoa, they are, they are gone. Say, I have power over breakfast, over lunch, over dinner, in between meals. I have power. Can I get a very big amen? If you love meat pie, decide that if you see meat pie passing, you will not buy it. Have power over it. Hallelujah. But there's only one thing that is allowed in the kingdom, addiction to the work of God. He said that, I beseech you, brethren, that you know the house of Stephanus. He's saying that this Stephanus guy, which brought Achaia, first fruits here means that he's the one that brought them to Christ. And that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Working, ministering for the same means that working for the saints. Hallelujah. Akaya. They are addicted. If there is one day they don't work for God, they are not comfortable. They are always looking. Is there anything to do in the house of God? I, I'm looking at some of you. You are like that, right? 
You are looking around. Is there work to do? Work. How many of you are looking for some work to do in the house of God? Are you sure? Okay, today I'll give you work to do. Because there's plenty of work to do in the house of God. Say, I'm, okay, you are not yet addicted. Like I'll tell you that I say that I'm addicted. Say, I'm trying to be addicted. <laughs> May you be addicted to the work of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. That if you don't work one day for God, you are like God. Today I've not done anything for the kingdom. Praise God. There are people, if they miss work for one day, their whole life, <laughs> I didn't go to work. <laughs> because they are afraid to fire them. God, he will not fire you, but we have reward you are supposed to get, you are not going to get it. Praise God. And, and when we look through the Bible, there are people that have worked for God. Use them as your example. When I see people who have done things for God, I say, hey God, I'm doing too little for you. What can I do? If there's no service, there's no work to do, okay, let me take somebody's name and pray for the person. As you pray for people, it's work. Because you are helping to minister to the saints. Hallelujah. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Even calling somebody to check up on the person and say that, try and be in the service today. You can never know what your call may do to that person. Because maybe the person is feeling relaxed. Oh, don't worry, come to service. You have encouraged the person. You have, you have worked. And there is a reward for you. Lift up your hands and just bless his name. Play the keyboard for me. Bless his name right now. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Thank you, Jesus. David said that it, it is better for me to be a doorkeeper in the house of God. It is better. He feels like if he's a doorkeeper in the house of God, it is great work. Wow. Ah. He said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. As, as you are there, you are praying that God should renew your heart. Some of you, when you got born again, that you had such passion to invite people to church. It is work. It is work. You had a passion to do something in his house. Oh, thank you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are going to work for the kingdom of God. You are going to use your business mindset to work for God. You are going to use everything that you know. You are going to use your strength, your intellect, your beauty. You are going to use it to work for God. You are not going to give it only to the worldly people. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Look, can I tell you something? Oh, can I tell you something? Most of the very great millionaires and billionaires in the world, many of them are godly people. It's because sometimes we, they don't give us the, the statistics for us to know very clearly. Many of them. If, if you go to Dallas Church, Holyfield is an usher. Even the Holyfield. Why? He might be a millionaire, but God doesn't care about his millions. What God cares on that day is that what did you do for the kingdom? And you get to church and Evander Holyfield is standing by the door to shake you. Wow. 
Wow. Can I get a very big amen? amen. David said that I'll rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. A doorkeeper is an usher. He's at the door. So David is a king. He's a king over all Israel. But in the house of God, David chooses to be at the door. By the time you are entering the church, the king of the land is the one ushering you in. Hey! No wonder the Bible said, this man, though he loves women, but he's a man after my own heart. Wow! Hey, may your heart be for God. Amen. I said, may your heart be for God. Amen. May your heart be for God. Amen. See, I'm going to work for God. Anything that I find to do, I will do it. Sweeping, I will sweep. Carrying chair, I will carry. Whatever I'm supposed to do, I will do it. Because that is better than being the president. Can I get a very big event? So in your, in your workplace, you are a boss. You call people, come, and they come. Sit and they sit. But immediately you enter into the house of God. You put your boss aside. I'm here to work for God. When I meet you Monday morning, we'll meet face to face. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Because you're, maybe your boss and some of your workers may be in church. You can be there and usher him. But when we get to the field, it is different. Can I get a very big amen? amen. See, I'll work for God. I will expand the kingdom. Through me, say it. Say it well. Say through me, people will not criticize the work of God. Because I'm going to do it excellently. I'm going to do it with all my heart. Can I get a very big amen? Some of you, you know how to win arguments. Use it for the work of God. When you see somebody talking against a man of God, the, your argumentative ability, argue it out and make sure you have cleared that that man is a good man of God before you leave. You have worked for God. <laughs> Don't only use that in the law court. The lawyers here, praise God. Argue it out. When somebody comes to me and says, man of God, somebody was talking about you. I don't care what the person was saying. What did you say? Were you able to defend me? If not, then you have not done anything. The Bible said Paul went to their markets and he was arguing with them about the word of God. He wanted to prove to them that, hey, this Jesus, he's still alive. Paul was, could argue his point out. Hallelujah. He's the same man that went to a city and they have written to their unknown God. And he looked at it and he said, hey, these people are serving the unknown God. He said, ah, I have an ability to argue my case out. Uh -huh. People, you are serving the unknown God. I will show you who that God is. Then Paul began to quote some of their own poems. You must be learned to do these kind of things. Some of you are very learned. Use it to win arguments for God. Yes. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Say, I'll, I'll work for God. Anywhere I find myself, I, find myself. I, will I will defend the gospel, the gospel. in the mighty name of Jesus. Name Can I get a very big amen? amen? So if you sit somewhere and people are saying, I'm for Pastors, they are like this. Never say it. Some pastors are like that, but defend. Make sure you clear that mindset from that guy. Praise God. 
Because you don't know that you are winning somebody for the kingdom. Because if people get a wrong mindset, they are gone. But God is going to use you to bring people to Christ. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, use me, use me to bring a lot of people to you. I see God using you to bring one million people to him. I think I like the people here more than I think the people at the back. Hallelujah. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Say, God, in this season, use me, use me, use me to bring a lot of people, not just one person, but a lot of people, uncountable number, in Jesus' mighty name. Bless his name right now. Bless his name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. Ha. Ah, I love working for God, though. Hey, those days when we were in school, there was a song they used to sing. Hallelujah. When I hear the song now, I say, hey, tell somebody, the papa. If the person didn't say it, it was suspect the person. <laughs> Colossians chapter 4, verse 11. <laughs> he said, and Jesus, it's not about Jesus Christ. There was a guy in the Bible called Jesus. In Brazil, there are people called Jesus. <laughs> And Jesus, which is called Justus, who are of the circumcision, these only are my fellow workers unto the kingdom of God, which have been a comfort unto me. Wow. Look. Look at what Paul is saying. In this particular church, they were not minding Paul. Paul said that it's only Justus who are my fellow workers. Fellow workers. Can we call you a fellow worker? Are you sure? He said that these are my fellow workers to the kingdom of God. Not to anything. They are not fellow workers or anything. They are fellow workers unto the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. As we work together for God, there is a bond. Some people don't know that. As we work together for God, there is a a bond. When I release, you release yours. When I release, you release yours. There is a kind of bond that God bonds us together. And that is how the anointing flows on you easily. And that is how you become a partaker of the grace world easily. The only reason why Elisha got the anointing is because he was the one that was always, he was the fellow worker with what? Elijah. The other school of the prophets, they were by themselves. Can I tell you something? Never be a loner. In the kingdom of God, if you are alone, the devil will steal you. Decide. That is why he said that you should not uh, neglect the assembling of ourselves. Can I get a very big amen? Say, I will not be a loner. Say it again. Say it again. How many of you want to be loners? Never be a loner. I've never seen snakes walking in pairs because they are mischievous. If you see a loner Christian, he's a mischievous guy. 
Lowness have double tongues. Snakes, when they earn, the tongue comes out too. You never see snakes moving two by two. He's alone. He's looking for his own prey. We will not share. He's looking for his own prey. Hallelujah. But when you see sheep, sheep move together. Jesus said we should become what? Sheep. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus is the shepherd. He's the chief shepherd. Why? We are his sheep. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Now, when you see some sheep there and you think that you can kill it, the shepherd may not be around. Kill it and see. By the time you hit that sheep, the owner will show up. When you kill snakes in your house, no owner shows up. Because snakes don't have owners. Say, I'm a sheep. Say it again. Say it again. Say, I'll not be a loner. I belong somewhere. If you are in a church, make sure that you have registered to be part of the church. If you, if you want to be part of this church, make sure you have registered. In the kingdom of God, there is, there is always account. Jesus accounted for the 12 disciples. He has to go and account. Praise God. So Jesus was praying. He said, Father, all the ones you have given me, I have kept them, except the son of perdition. Jesus didn't sack him. He went by himself. He allowed the devil to take him. There is always a word, a registration. Don't just be like that and be there and be there and be there. You are nowhere. God doesn't even know where you are. You must belong somewhere. So that God, when he's giving instructions, give from the head, so that you can have that and you are covered. You are covered in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I'm covered. I'm covered. Heavily covered. Heavily in Jesus' mighty name. Shut your hand toward me. May God give you a heart of service. May God make you to love him, to work for him. May nothing that somebody will do to let you stop working for God. May nobody hurt you enough to stop working for God. You will be unmovable. You will be steadfast. You are going to use your intellect to work for God. You are going to use whatever God has given you, gifts, talents, abilities, intellect. You are going to use it to work for God. Can I get a very big amen?